Hello friends and welcome to Virtual Strangers 39. I'm your host Wes, with me as always, my good friend Roots Roots. The season is upon us friend, and the reason for the season is pleasing. Have you been getting any pleasing? Oh yes, yeah, now that I've heard it once. <laughs> Alright, now that makes <laughs> sense. Okay, yeah, um, I actually am getting some pleasing in VR for sure, but not as much as say a um, gaming science teacher who uh, I was talking to earlier in Discord, and she's getting a VR christmas break and um as a teacher i think that would be really cool and i don't think it's fair and uh um i'm halfway happy about it. happy for her and uh, not happy for me because i still gotta work yeah that kind of sucks but but i get what you're saying you know uh you know the way it's been the second half of this year it's just been balls to the walls with these releases so i just basically get to go anthony style you know, mm -hmm. scratch the surface from one to the next to the next to the next. And finally, I've got a little bit of time off. And uh, I've been sinking my teeth in the bone work, sinking my teeth in the layers of fear, actually getting to play games more than once, which is, uh, it's been refreshing. It's been nice. I'm getting ready to do a U-turn and start heading back in the other direction and hitting Aspire 1 and hitting Stormworks and Asgard's Wrath some more. And uh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty sweet. Yeah, that's. Uh, I was just going to ask you if you were going to go back into Asgard's Wrath because you were telling me um, that out of all the games, that's the one you've played the least. Uh, and it was just another jaw-dropping moment for Roots when Wes said something. I was like, what? But uh, but I get it. You like put the time into other things where like I'm scratch. I'm Anthony. It. I'm scratching the surface. Um, you're you're delving into some of these other titles. So I, I guess it just it's all. Um, what we want to put time into, right? Because I think I put like 18 hours of into it and then I was almost just about done because it's just a, too much to chew on um, when I have so much else to go do, you know? Well, that's the thing. There's so much else to do. There's always something that I need to be playing. And yeah, I am going to go back into Asgard's Wrath and Stormlands uh, because we have a decision upon our hands, friend. We have to decide what what's going to be the one. You know, and it's a tough decision this year. What's the game of the year? There's so many good games. And the second half of the year has been so epic that I, I feel like we're overlooking some of the stuff that came out early in the year. There was some solid stuff with Autica and Blood and Truth and Trover Saves the Universe. And, and, and I'm sure there's more that I'm not even thinking about right now. Just an outstanding banner year for VR. And, you know, we get so caught up in, in how good this year's been that uh, sometimes we overlook some of the things that are coming next year because next year's set up to, to be just as good, I think. Yeah, which is kind of scary because what you just said, all these things are falling through the cracks. And uh, like we're not even, we haven't even got to budget cuts too, which we'll probably get to this next week because all these games have came out and, and it's just like one after another. And I, I'm not even thinking about all the games. Like I haven't even played Autica for weeks. I need to get back into that. And there's like... Uh, there's just games that um, so many games that have came out, which we're in a good place. Um, but at the same time, it's it's hard to to see. And I don't I even. I guess it's because we have so much um, access to so many games that it can sometimes uh, almost get overwhelming um, as you're bouncing from game to game, or uh, not really grazing, but just like stampeding through stuff. But uh, it's crazy. Yeah, well, that's that's probably my biggest problem. You know. You know, being a content creator 
we kind of have a responsibility to touch on a lot of different games that are coming out, but I haven't changed my play style. I still take my time when I'm in a game. Uh, I don't rush through, I, you know, I, I play it like I would normally play it because I, I feel like it isn't fair to the game if I'm just blowing over stuff, you know? So, uh, I think that that's uh, why I don't make it very far into a lot of these because I spend time, you know, I'll put a couple hours, three hours in, but not make it very far just because that's my style. But, um, yeah, uh, we've got a little bit of time on our hands now to go back into budget cuts and Aspire 1 and some of the stuff, but we don't have long because January 23rd approaches and January 23rd is bringing about what is likely going to take the top spot uh, you know, unless they just blow it, this is probably going to be my favorite game because I'm a big Walking Dead fan, and uh, this game just looks phenomenal. Yeah, especially after this trailer slash um, gameplay was released this last week. It's uh, like it fills in a lot of the gaps, and it just shows how good the gameplay is going to be. Um, and, uh, you know, I was already intrigued by the storytelling aspect of it, um, but this trailer does a really good uh really it's a very good cinematic trailer and let's just put it that way and you can tell that in the gameplay that they show the uh the shooting is clearly not there's not an auto aim man a lot of you get rushing you're shooting this guy's shooting shit and he's missing and he's having to, to you know he's got his gun in one hand and he's got uh uh melee in the other hand and um it just looks very visceral and um i like all the details to all the weapons you know, all the different aspects and attributes. And I'm um, assuming I think that, that everything breaks. I mean, everything about this game looks amazing. And uh, I really think this is probably going to be my favorite as well. I can't imagine anything else being as good as this looks. Um, but uh, I guess it's going to be followed up by Alex. So who knows, you know? Yeah, uh, I'm hoping that, you know, we've got a few of the big releases, the dates next year. We've got Saints and Sinners in, in January. We've got Iron Man in February. We've got Alex coming out in March. I'm hoping that it pretty much just stays like that because I need some time to sink my teeth into a game like this. You can tell that it has a lot of depth. There's a lot going on here, multifaceted gameplay, and... Uh, I don't know if you watched uh, Alana Pierce. She did a video a few weeks ago explaining why Half-Life Alex will be so great. And she started talking about how she has access to a lot of different development studios and that there's about to be a revolution in gaming uh, because there's a new, uh, a new style of game is getting ready to take hold. And it's a style where your actions uh, shape the game, like the mm. world around you is shaped by what you do and from the looks of it it looks like at least for vr uh the walking dead saints and sinners is going to be one of the first examples we have of that where uh you're given decisions and and even to a larger extent than we saw in something like uh the groundhog day game i think your decisions are really going to shape the game and i feel like you could play through it two or three times and uh, get a different experience every time yeah, that's what it looks like, um, or it sounds like as well. Um, and just some of the, uh, what I've seen in the gameplay where they've ran into, you know, they had to go rescue somebody, or he had a cho choice to either rescue him or kill him, and he's kind of being pressured by that gang member or whatever, whoever it is, is that, you know, the leader to kill him, and, and they don't tell, show you, it looks like he's about to shoot him, but 
uh, it breaks my heart inside because I would never shoot them. I would turn around and I'd shoot that leader and I'd so that's the beauty of it right it's like you could go through and say fuck that i'm shooting that guy right in the face and i'm going to join the gang and um and just have a completely different experience and it i'm really excited i was watching through this gameplay and i was thinking man if this was me playing like this little bit as a, a teaser i don't know if i could do it i want to i want to continue on i would probably be in this game for three hours uh just okay. to uh because i wouldn't want to stop that's how good this looks yeah, can you imagine just just exploring these crypts in this graveyard here would be just phenomenal. When you've got freaking zombies around every corner, you know, uh, and, and warring factions, different gangs in rundown New Orleans. And I don't think that that gets talked about enough. What a great setting. One of the oldest cities in the eastern United States, uh, New Orleans. Just, just perfect, right? Yeah, and just all the different things that you're looking at, the drawings on the wall and, you know, there's warnings and um, it just looks next level. And and I do think the, uh, um, I'm assuming the sound is going to be phenomenal. You know, it's going to have that atmosphere and it looks like the uh, um, the setting, like you said, is is a really good setting. So um, I'm psyched. I'm psyched to, uh, it's all, we're about a month away, a little bit over a month and uh, um, we're so close. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. Um, did get a little bit of news this week. Obviously, uh, Skydance Interactive revealed pre-order details for uh, The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, again, releasing on January 23rd, 2020. Coming to PC VR headsets first, PSVR slated for spring 2020, and this was surprising, a standalone Quest version coming later in the year. Did that surprise you as much as it did me? It does, but it, it's a different version, so it makes you wonder, is it going to be, I mean, what are the, what's the differences? You know, this is a pretty elaborate game, right? Um, and I imagine even if you had it like a dumbed-down version graphically, uh, I can't imagine this being a really small game, you know. This is another reason why I tell, you know, I, I've told people that, you know, if you're going to get a quest, shell out the extra 100 bucks now because you're, you know regardless of what people say they say that with every technology oh man you don't you'll never get to uh, where you need a gigabyte oh you never get you know what i mean if you look through the past of of gaming it's like at some point it always becomes an issue and uh why not just spend an extra hundred bucks um i always say unless it's going to prevent you from getting vr altogether just save up get the you know get the extra um double your space uh because one of the biggest things people forget is that 64 gigabytes also is taking up some of it for your operating system it's not like it's 64 plus uh so yeah a few months ago i wouldn't have believed you if you told me something like this was coming to quest but uh you know that thing never ceases to amaze me what they're able to do on it you, you see games like red matter and the climb come out on it and they look I mean, not as good as, as PC VR, but comparable. They certainly look as good as uh, like a PSVR game. So, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe with some uh, visual downgrades, maybe they are able to, to pull off a, uh, a, a, a impressive version of this, even if it isn't quite this impressive. Um, uh, along with the news came a new trailer and three different tiers for pre-order we've got the standard version deluxe version collector's edition so standard version goes for um, 40 bucks the deluxe edition it has a lot of digital extras 10 bucks more 
and the collector's version is even a hundred dollars more than that 150 bucks and uh, it includes several physical items like a backpack some postcards some buttons um roots i'm a big fan you know and almost to the point of being a collector mm-hmm. but uh when i started looking over that 150 dollar pack looked a little bit lacking to me what do you think uh, i don't know man it's never been my thing so i mean if people are a collector i'm not gonna crap all over that uh, i don't get it i never have um unless it's something that you know you get something for it you know um i'm just uh i'm not a big let's pretend and look at something but you know somebody said something a backpack or something i think it'd be cool but you know i think about a hundred dollars what could i spend a hundred dollars on well a hundred dollars is the difference between a 64 gigabyte and 128 gigabyte oculus quest you know it's uh, it's two um or let's say it's stormland and alex it's you know this game and alex it's a lot of things so um, I, I could see myself going for the $50 version with some digital incentives. Um, I don't know what they are, but 10 bucks is not that bad. But, you know, to, to almost quadruple the cost of the game, uh, ah, man, it better be, <laughs> it better be like something that a lot, I don't even know. I don't think it could, I could justify it. It's just too much money to, for something like that. Well, you know, if it, if it had everything that it has now and they threw in like a really nice hoodie or something that you could see yourself dropping the 50 bucks on, yeah. I could see it. But uh, it was a backpack and like some pins and postcards and just basic swag, you know. I don't think so. Now, the $50 one, uh, it gets some um, weapon skins. Hmm. And normally that wouldn't mean much to me. But what we're talking about here is we're talking about Rick's revolver. We're talking about Negan's Lucille bat and Daryl's knife. So even though this isn't the official television version of The Walking Dead, they are pulling out those iconic weapons Mm. and and bringing them over in the form of skins. So even if you're not a big fan of the comics, uh, you'll recognize some of this stuff. And you can see it there in the trailer. There's Daryl's knife. There's Rick's cult. And uh, I don't know if the Lucille bat, if that's it over there, it is with the barbed wire wrapped around it. So those are what you get for the fifty dollar, uh, mm. the fifty dollar tier. You get a, a recipe to uh, make these weapons in game, which I think is cool and it's probably worth ten bucks for a fan like me. That is, I think it's worth it for sure because you know the biggest thing that I never understand, um, especially with most first person games like this, you know. Uh, like when you're playing a flat game, a lot of times it's, it's about for other people. You want your character to look cool. Like if it's a multiplayer or whatever. Um, but this is immersion in VR. And like you said, just looking down as I'm swinging the bat and seeing, um, Lucille, you know, uh, I mean, I don't need to be smashing Glenn's brains out or anything, you know, that would just break my heart. But, um, uh, but that would mean that Maggie was doesn't have a husband so i'm kind of torn but um yeah no that sounds really cool actually i think it's worth 10 bucks to me as well i guess if you're not a fan at all it wouldn't be good but uh um you know i I wonder if the bat still is like a barbed wire bat or if it's just a regular baseball bat no it's barbed wire bat it's no i mean if you don't the uh non-lucille version because i can't imagine like lucille having a look outside of the it's a barbed wire bat you know what i mean like so they'd have to take it away you would think but maybe not 
Right. Well, I mean, that's the way it seems anyway. Uh, I guess we won't know till we get the game. But, uh, yeah, it seems, or, or maybe, I mean, they, they could set it up because the way they have it, you don't just get these items. They give you the recipes to craft mm. them. So maybe there's another way to find these in-game, these recipes, and you don't just start with them. I don't know. I feel like if they're going to charge people for them, you probably shouldn't be able to find them in-game, or at least you should have to finish the game or something uh, to, to earn them. But, uh, I don't know. I guess we'll looks find so, out. Looks so good, man. Just makes me want to play it right now. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, it will, it'll be here before you know it. You know, it was just a minute ago Stormlands was coming out. And what was that? Like six weeks, two months ago that came out? It's been a while now. Time's flying. Yeah. All right. So uh, last week we reported on the Video Game Awards and pretty much reported on the absence of Valve and absence of any new information on Half-Life Alex. And, and we, uh, we reported that uh, the theory from uh, Valve News Network was that um, was that they didn't show up because they only had teleport footage to share, and they didn't want, uh, off the heels of Boneworks, they thought they might take some criticism. That was the theory. Well, uh, this past week, we got some more footage and a lot more information from Valve, and that came via uh, Tested, the Tested channel on YouTube, uh, apparently, they visited for a couple of days the Valve headquarters, uh, played three hours of Half-Life Alex across every major PCVR headset, and we learned a lot. And uh, what was became abundantly clear is that Valve News Network got this one totally wrong. Right, Roots? Yeah, assuming they maybe, I mean, there was uh, some time in between the awards show and when this was put out. Yeah, but how long would it take to film footage of, of Norm playing with locomotion? You know, uh, I mean, that particular footage, it's not like it's showing ex exorbitant amount of footage of him running around everywhere. It's showing little small snippets. And I'm not saying, I mean, it's conspiracy theory, you know. I mean, to me, I just don't think it makes a difference. I think when it's released, it's going to have locomotion. It's going to be amazing. It's Valve. And even if it's a little janky, they'll patch it. And it'll be okay. Everyone should simmer down. Um, I do think it's intriguing. I like to think about things like this as far as like, did they, did they rush in? And, you know, what was the reason? I would, you know, it'd be interesting to know what the reason was. If it wasn't the fact that they didn't have footage or locomotion, um, then what, what was the reason? You know what I mean? I'm not saying it is, but it is interesting to think about. Well, they have a, uh, if I had to guess, uh, we know that Valve has a re reputation for being perfectionist. And if they're going to go on a big stage like the Video Game Awards and, and show off their game, they're going to want it to be something that literally blows everybody away. And maybe what they had would have, but, you know, perfectionists stand in judgment of themselves harshly. So they probably had some trepidation about it and maybe felt like it wasn't good enough to go with um that would be my guess but again who am i what do i know yeah. um <laughs> Me too. again um uh nor like norm and will played around three hours of the game on vive index for the first day then the next day came back tested rift s quest htc vive vive cosmos odyssey plus rift cv1 even pi max 5k 
and uh, they uh, they came away pretty impressed from from what they said. Uh, it played well across all of them. Really, the only one that they knocked was Vive Cosmos for the tracking issues that they had with it. But uh, besides that, they they pretty much gave it a, a you know a shining A plus from from or at least that's how I interpreted it. Yeah, man, how would it be to be these people that get to play this game right now, um, you know, or to be able to say, I, I've, I've finished it, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah. That would, that would be awesome. Just, uh, just to be able to experience it firsthand. Lots of, um, people who are going up there and, and demoing it are saying that it's the most immersive VR game they've ever played. Some of them, you know, not VR veterans, but others that are, and, uh, that's pretty much what we heard from these guys. They said that the sound design was awesome that uh, the the levels are built vertically as well as horizontally and you can hear things from all around you super interactive environments and i i think this is going to be what we thought it was and all of the things that boneworks did right i think valve is going to take to the next level here with this game and uh and they're going to dial back that realism physics just enough to get out of the way of the player having fun and i just can't wait yeah, well, and seeing this has got the the horror vibe, the creep um, value, things really actually coming and hunting you down. Um, and let's be honest, Boneworks as good as it is, there really is not much story there. You know, it's you're looking for scraps, um, and it kind of shows you a TV every once in a while. This you watch the trailer, and it's like cinematic, and you're like the dude's like, you know, it's just it's you're like man on the edge of your seat because you're like what the fuck's happening. Just I, I can't wait to see what they're going to do with this. But I did notice in this footage um, as we were talking that um, at one point Norm was teleporting around as well. So they've shown locomotion and teleport. So um, it just I, 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 I would say anybody that says what you said at the beginning, which is, you know, an assumption as much as me saying this is an assumption. But hands down, they got it wrong. Um, could be wrong. You know, because I think they had enough time to where they could have filmed, you know, work, been working on it. Maybe at that point at the show, it just wasn't ready and they just needed a couple more days. And when Norm did play it, it does have really good locomotion. But I would think that they would, that's all they would show if that's what they were really trying to squash that, um, unless they were showing, you know, aspects of it. I don't know. There's just so much in this. It's, it's really up in the air, but it is interesting to think about. So. Well, they did mention that uh, there were some mechanics, plot details, and UI elements that are not finalized. So they are actively working on this game. It is not a finished product yet. That's why it's coming out in March and it's not coming out right mm -hmm. now. But uh, it looks like, you know, what they have right now will probably blow away 95% of the, the VR games on the market, even in this early access, unfinished state. Um, 15 hours, Roots. They said that they're estimating this uh, to be a 15-hour campaign, which, as you know, means 20 hours for Wes. Mm. And uh, that's, that's two Epic Link VR games by today's standards, isn't it? Yeah, and I think it's awesome because uh, we were just having this discussion off-air that, um, you know, Asgard's Wrath is almost too much, um, you know, 40 hours. And a lot of people love amazingly huge games. There's a small portion of people that do. I just think it's it's by you time you get halfway through the game you're almost done it's like this is a shitload of time i'm spending in here 
Um, so this is, you know, six, 15, 16 hours. I, I believe in, in Roots' world, that's, that's perfect. That's right in the middle. And um, it's not too much and it's not too little. So, yeah, I agree. And I, I used to, uh, I used to uh, uh, want like eight to 10 hours. But as these newer games come out and I'm, I'm spending more time just, you know, taking in the world and examining things, uh, I'm not progressing as fast. So when it says 15 hours, that sounds great. 15 to 20 hours, that's perfect mm -hmm. for me. Um, uh, again, the, the quality of art in this game is astounding, as what Will said. You can interact with so much stuff. You can force pull it over to you, and the sound is spectacular. They really uh, they raved a lot about uh, throwing mechanics, and that you know that's great because uh, that's another one of those things like Melee that I feel like you know VR really hasn't gotten perfect yet. Uh, throwing always feels a little bit weird in VR, and uh, according to these guys, they nailed it. Yeah, it's really rare that you find a game that um, throws weirds. I mean, right, because most VR games don't. So much to the point that when it does throw right, it that is almost throws you off. You go to throw it, and it's like, oh, fuck, man, that thing flew like it should. Um, you're just not expecting it. So uh, I think that's kind of cool if you can throw stuff around, especially when, in a game that's all about physics, um, to make it feel real. And hopefully they'll balance that... Uh, what we've been saying about boneworks that it's like almost too much that they they need to um tweak it a little bit to uh to make it feel better not be as real like it's a little bit too much if that makes sense yeah it, it does because you know realistic physics only makes sense if if you have all of your senses and when we went into this a little bit with our boneworks review uh, it doesn't make sense for things to have you know uh, full weight in the game if you can't feel that weight in your hand because then it creates a disconnect and breaks immersion and um, they've said as much they've said that was what the whole door talk was about was uh, you know they could make it a perfect one-to-one -one, uh, representation of how you would open a door in real life but then that creates problems with the player bumping into the door and uh, they they've spent a lot of time searching for that happy medium and uh i think that that's that's awesome i think that this is really is going to be the most complete representation of a vr game that we've ever seen i think it's going to be on par with any flat game and uh if it's not i don't think it'll be released on march i think it'll be delayed until it is yeah let me ask you a question that's a little bit it's on the same subject but a little bit off somebody had mentioned it in the discord and i was just thinking about this as you were talking um hand tracking you know if that ever becomes a thing how do like no haptics you know wanting to hold a gun like people say beat saber feels better on the on the vive because it's you got the uh, wands or controllers instead of a th what about no fucking controller <laughs> like well, how are they going to solve these issues you know um I don't know. I, I feel like hand tracking would be, it's, it's exactly why I don't freak out about the Rift S um, not having it because I don't really feel like we're in a place where we can utilize it. you know, yeah, it'd be cool to be able to use my Oculus home without a controller. But other than that, I just don't see the point, you know? Yeah. Uh, hand tracking specifically is, is going to be one of those interesting things. It'll be cool for its specific use cases, 
but you're not going to use it to play Half-Life Alex the same reason you wouldn't use a name controller to play Tetris. Uh, it just doesn't work. So yeah, it's a, it's a nice thing. It's great that they continue to support the headset by adding these features in for free. Again, this isn't something that they advertised. It's just something that they did. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think it's cool for that reason. But uh, no, hand, hand tracking in VR won't be a, uh, a realistic thing to use as a mainstream uh, way to, to play video games until uh, haptic gloves become a reality. And we're years from that, if they're ever even able to get that right. That's probably the most difficult problem in VR right now is developing good haptic gloves. And we have some working prototypes, but they're big, giant, bulky things. Not mm -hmm. the sort of thing that you can play video games in. But uh, the, the things that they're working on now, uh, if you grab the gun in game, uh, it puts enough resistance in your fingers so that like it won't let you squeeze through the empty space. So it feels kind of like you mm. have a gun in your hand. That's what they're doing now. But again, these are like big infinity gauntlet gloves that weigh like freaking 20 pounds each. They're, they, not, they're not practical for uh, gaming and they're not even close. Imagine a technology where they could add, uh, like make them light, super light, but they somehow can add gravity to the glove to where like, you know what I mean? Like if something's supposed to be heavy, it really does weight your hand down. That would be, I mean, of course you're running into getting more tired and swinging a sword around, but I just think it'd be cool, but man, it's way, 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 way off topic, but yeah, yeah, it is. And I, I think before they're able to manipulate gravity like that, they'll be able to manipulate your nerves and neurons to simulate mm -hmm. the feeling in your brain and in your hand uh, before they're actually able to manipulate the physical world like that. That absolutely is a reality. Mm -hmm. Oculus just bought a company that has technology that uh, reads the nerves in your arms and, and sends signals through it. So uh, they're on their way to that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, it's kind of scary, but it's... Uh, it's exciting at the same time. It's it's exciting to see where they're gonna go with it. I just put a chip in your head, bro. Yeah, just you're good. Yeah, how else are you gonna play the game, bro? <laughs> put the chip in. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, let's see. What else did we learn? We uh, the big complaint they had about. Uh, well, I think big complaints and exaggeration. Their only real criticism about the uh, the game outside of the index. They really didn't have any criticism on the index it was pretty much perfect experience there but throughout all of the other headsets those that didn't have a trackpad the uh the weapon selection was bound to the right stick as was the turning mm -hmm. so if you want to play this game seated which they said you can absolutely play this game seated you don't have to stand for it it plays well seated but if you're going to play seated uh you're going to end up uh, messing up a lot by going to select a different weapon and turning by accident. And uh, that that was a recurring theme during this, is that throughout all of the different headsets, uh, Will specifically seem to have a problem with that. Mm. Well, I guess it's that not, I guess it's a problem, but it's not a problem. It's just, just another reason why they can point to Index being the best way to play their game. Uh, you know, I, so that's good. 
And uh, the only two other tidbits we got was about the uh, the actual shooting mechanics and reload mechanics. Uh, seems pretty streamlined. Obviously, you're using a button to use your weapon select, which leaves your over-the-shoulder uh, there for uh, weapons magazines. So that's where you get your ammo at, from over-the-shoulder. You do have to drop the clip, grab a new one, uh, manually load it, and rack the weapon to, to reload, which I think is great. I love it when... Uh, when a game does that right and it feels natural um also no auto aim here so aim down your sights or die and i think that's the way it should be throughout all games i don't like auto aim except for maybe like uh pistol whip it didn't really bother me on pistol whip so much but in an adventure game uh, i i think it's you know kill or be killed you know learn how to shoot a gun yeah, it's Half-Life, man. You're not going to get around it, you know? You're going to have to get good, and if not, you're going to die to some shit in your face. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was just thinking that the, um, what were you saying, the controller? Uh, I don't know. I for totally blown what I was going to say, so uh, go ahead. Okay. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, it, it appears that uh, only one-handed weapons in this, no rifles, mm. nothing, nothing like that, at least from what we've seen. Does that concern you at all? No, I mean, it's just kind of, I remember what I was going to say as far as the um, switching. I've heard people complain about switching your guns with the, the button. Um, and, you know, we want to grab it. We want to holster it just like we've done on other games. Um, but we've they've just announced or what you were saying there. They're really concerned about making this stream streamlined, right? They don't want people new to VR grabbing their gun and dropping it. And all, I mean, if you drop your clip, that's one thing. Uh, but when you drop your gun and you're scrambling to pick it up and you can't pick it up and it's all sorts of weird shit, you're just not going to be able to drop your gun. It's going to make it play better, I guarantee. And people just need to get over this whole, everything needs to be just like real life. I want to scuba dive in a scuba dive tank with a headset on and all this weird shit. It's like at some point, like, you know, just do... It, just accept some of it, you know, so I don't have to freak yeah, out. Yeah, it's weird. They'll they'll uh, they'll complain about not having holsters for their eight guns, but who in the hell is going to have eight guns on them in real life? You know what I mean? It's not like you're going to have one on every shoulder and two on your waist and two on your chest. You're going to die if you're trying to carry all that because you're not going to be able to run. Uh, so yeah, I, I I get what you're saying, uh, and it comes back to what we always say. Uh, these are games, and we should be okay with them being games, you know. Yeah, because uh, at some games. point, yeah, it's at some point it's a game. And, and what I, even like a game that's arcadey where people say, man, this is just not realistic, you know. I, I can't really get in the immersion. I just, my thought process is I just got, uh, Tron, I just got sucked into this video game, man. And I'm in a video game world where everything looks cartoonish, like Borderlands 2 or whatever. Like, you can you can get immersed never not everything has to look like real life and if it does then i feel very sorry for those type of people because they've lo obviously lost a good portion of their imagination in my opinion um it's not doesn't make you a bad person it just means that you uh suck no I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh but anyway uh one-handed weapons only in this thing um does that concern you at all do, no, do you think no. that um that, that do do you want the sniper rifles and the assault weapons? No, I think it's going to be more fast paced, and maybe that's their their uh, their thing. And uh, I don't know, you know, it's going to definitely going to make things different. They're going to be able to dual wield everything, and 
Uh, I think that's cool. So I, you know, it doesn't concern me. I, my thing is, is their game. So, uh, if, if it gets, if I get into it and I'm like, man, this game totally shouldn't exist without a sniper rifle, then, uh, I just don't think that should be a problem to me anyway. You know what I think it is, is, uh, you know, we, we were talking about how, you know, VR just now starting to get melee right. They really haven't got throwing mechanics right. Uh, they really haven't gotten two-handed weapons right either. You know, the mm -hmm. only way that I've ever really felt natural holding a two-handed weapon in VR is with the aim controller, a two-handed controller. And if I had to bet, I'd bet that's why we don't have two-handed weapons in this game because it always feels weird and feels janky when you're holding a two-handed weapon, but you're no, there's that disconnect in real life. So I, I imagine that's why they left it out, if they did indeed leave it out. Yeah, there's a lot of rumors flying around, huh? That's how it goes, right? Yeah. All right. So uh, I guess that's going to wrap up our talk on Half-Life Alex. Uh, a lot of new info, info though, uh, more than we got from that initial reveal, basically more than I even hoped we would get from the Video Game Awards. So uh, if I had to have my choice of a, a five-minute thing on the Video Game Awards or this 20-minute deal from Tested, you know, give me this every time. Yeah, because they go into a lot more detail for sure. Right, and these are VR guys. Video Game Award people are just, uh, you know, industry types that are uh, mostly flat gamers, which I, it was hosted by Jeff Keighley. I will give it that. Uh, so if anybody knows about Half-Life, it's that guy. But, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I'd rather hear these VR veterans, guys that play every day or nearly every day, talk about VR anytime. All right, uh, so Pistol Whip, we... Uh, this past week, finally got this uh, uh, update we've been waiting on. We got a new level called High Priestess. We reported it on the channel before based on the hallway fight scene in the movie Old Boy, which I'd never seen Old Boy before, but when I got up this morning, uh, I went into YouTube and watched that fight scene. It was pretty cool. I, I got to admit, I, I didn't really see a lot of it in this level, Mm -mm. but uh what about you have you seen old, old boy do you know the scene that they're talking about i've never seen the movie but i watched the scene today and i guess there's even a remake um with you know with a few years ago or something but um yeah i don't see a hammer and i don't see, <laughs> i mean it was right. it was definitely a very different um so much so that i was like i like went back out and i started researching it again i think am i on the right because I wanted to talk about it because you told me you had watched it. And then I, I mean, it was a cool scene. It was badass. Um, I definitely think the older version to me looked more badass than the the newer one, but that's just my opinion. But uh, um, I didn't see it at all, uh, aside from the fact that it's in a hallway. Um, and and you know. there's, the, and, and there, they are kind of swarming you with a lot of guys in this, in this level and it's melee, you know, it's, it's probably 50, 50 melee to shooting, right? Yeah. Except for when I played this level, I did not melee at all. And, uh, now that I'm thinking about it, I should have, cause a lot of those guys are in your face and you're not even hitting them because they're running by you. And like, you can't focus on the guy coming right at you because a lot of times they're not even hitting you. They don't care. They're just, for whatever reason, they're just running by you probably for the <laughs> next guy behind you. I don't know, but, um, this is a crazy level. I tried to do it on hard, uh, right off the bat, bat and I, um, couldn't make it work. So I went to normal and did it on dead eye, but, um, reminded me that I need to get back into this game. Uh, cause I haven't played it for like almost a month at least probably longer. Uh, so 
Yeah, Pistol Whip came out, and everybody just absolutely was loving Pistol Whip. I mean, just playing it all day, every day. And this is a game that takes practice to really get good at. And then Stormland came out and just killed it, like killed all of the momentum. So uh, hopefully, now that people are hearing about this new level, and it is a very good level, uh, hopefully this will help. Pistol Whip start to rebuild some of that momentum. Uh, they didn't just add in the new level. They added a couple of new modifiers in. So if you want to practice, uh, let's see, one of them was uh, called No Obstacles, and one of them was called Shooting Gallery, which uh, I'm not sure which is which, but like uh, one of them I know takes the, the ammunition away from the, uh, from the enemy so that they can't uh, shoot you. I'm and, assuming uh, Shooting Gallery, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're basically practice mode so that you can learn the level, learn the song, learn where the enemies are coming from, and then after that, you know, take the modifiers out and play normally, which I like. I like the idea of that because, you know, uh, I want to see these levels. That was one of the things when I started playing. I want to see the level through to the end. And some of these, I mean, you got to put some real time into it if you want to see the end of it yeah it's a good workout though man if you're putting that time and i guarantee you're you're uh putting up a sweat uh, even if you're not dunk ducking much you're moving a lot in this game this is definitely not like if somebody's saying hey i, I want to play a game um i just got vr and i'm one of those people that i have no space i mean i literally am in a little tiny space i would say hey, you, you could play pistol whip but you're not going to enjoy it like it. most people you need to step sideways you need to duck juke jive i mean um, you could probably do it just vertically squatting, but you better have really good, uh, um, legs because <laughs> it's going to work your legs out big time. Yeah, for sure. This is one of those games that you feel the next day, every time, uh, because of what you're just saying there, you can't sit still. If you sit still, you're dead. There's no way that you can headshot all these guys before they get a shot off. And especially in a level like this, where there's so many enemies, they're just coming from all directions at all times. Anyway, uh, really my only disappointment with the game, after watching that old boy scene, I was really hoping there would be an elevator at the end of the level with the, with a few more guys coming out. Uh, disappointed not to see that, right? Yeah, that would have kind of tied it in. But, yeah, I think it, it did a, a really good job. And I what I was going to say about, I feel like just watching back this trailer, um, the the rhythm feel, seems really good on this one uh like especially with shooting and then you're boom and, and of course i can't hear the music but it just seems like there's a good rhythm to it and so uh i, I want to go back in and try it again and see if i can um play it the way it's supposed to be designed because i went through and i was of course was on dead eye and i was just shooting madly because uh you kind of have to with uh, dead eye so yeah, you're right. The uh, the level really matches the track well, uh, the music and, and the and the uh, and the fighting pretty much matches up one to one through the whole thing, which I enjoyed. And uh, yeah, the 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 melee in the hallways, great, especially with the music, and it's really helpful because as you can see there, it regenerates your shield whenever you hit one of these guys. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, really helpful to. Uh, implement that into your strategy and if you haven't played this game yet i i would question what the hell is wrong with you this is def especially with a quest man it's one of the best quest games out there uh especially for christmas you're running out of time you need to get it show it to your family friends get them into vr uh 
let break the bad news to them that the quest is sold out everywhere and uh they're gonna have to wait a little bit and you can yeah, enjoy them absolutely so. great on the quest when i played it this morning played this level that I, I grabbed my quest that's how i played it yeah that's how i would if i had a quest for sure yeah it, it, games like this where you're moving around a lot it helps to get rid of that tether and even though uh it is a bit more shimmery it looks pretty pretty similar to to the uh to the pc version because of this art style uh it's not as clean as the pc version not even close but uh it, it still it looks really good and it plays phenomenal yeah let's be honest once you're juking and jiving you're not really uh worried about how shimmery it is <laughs> well i mean with this kind of art style i mean the shimmers kind of fit in with it you know what i mean it uh everything's kind of jaggy and shimmery anyway you yeah know? yeah true all right, uh, it says beyond December, players can expect to see even more free scenes, modifiers, unlockables, achievements, and even an expert difficulty. Uh, the article I read said improvements to the Deadeye modifier are also in the works, but I think they already uh, they already improved Deadeye, right? Uh, I don't know if it's improved or not. I mean, I didn't play it enough. Um, I mean, I, I thought it was good before, but I don't know what they were really trying to, to tweak. Do you? Uh, I think it was just the uh, the scoring. Is it said when you when you went into the game, it said on the thing what they did. I think it was uh, they've adjusted the scoring on Dead Eye and something else. Okay. I don't remember what it was. And they reset all the leaderboards. So screw you, Jarillo. Do it again, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I did notice that. <laughs> well, I I went and I checked this one out, and there was nobody on the leaderboard when I finished it on normal um, with the Dead Eye. But uh, uh, I just figured nobody had played it yet. Yeah, uh, uh, it's coming. The gauntlet has been thrown down. Jarillo is on his way to smoke the world. Yeah, he's probably. They, they were having a, a a competition on the uh, MRTV channel, and I, that's what I first thing I thought. I was like, man, Jarillo ought to get in that thing. Yeah, because you can win something. I forget it was pretty good, like a quest or something. You can win for uh, even though I know Jarillo is too good to play a quest, but uh, still, you could <laughs> sell it and, and buy some some attachment for his valve, right? Yeah. That's true. Well, I'll tell you what, I, uh, there's so many competitions for these, uh, quests, so many contests and I've um, put in for so many of them, uh, cause I just want a free quest. Um, uh, but I don't know that it's going to happen. I'll put it out there. It's going to happen. I'm waiting for my well, email right now. It's a hot item right now. You know, every time I go into, uh, you know, I kind of always called BS when I heard it's sold out online. It's sold out online. You can't get one other anywhere. I'm like, you know, whatever. They have them at Walmart here. Because every time I go into Walmart, I check. I keep an eye on the stock. It's not a, you know, this is a small town. Uh, I check to see if people are buying. And generally, every time I go, there's a couple less than there was the last time. People are buying quests, but it's never, uh, only once has it ever been sold out. And that was right after it came out. Um, this past week, I went to Walmart. Gone. They didn't have any. Both versions, gone. So uh, it really looks like they are sold out everywhere. Yeah. That's, well, anyone, even incredible. if you're not going to play the quest, uh, you know, they're selling for like $1,200 on eBay and stuff. So it's a lot of people out there just scooping them up and reselling them, uh, which I don't know. A lot of people on the Reddits have been, you know, complaining about it. But I, I just think that's capitalism. And uh, people seem shocked, you know, like they haven't been around Christmas time for their whole life. Like there's always something that you can't get at Christmas time, man. This is the quest year. 
that you want to get a quest well you probably should have got it two weeks ago people are freaking out because they promised their kid they're getting the quest from santa and uh um now somehow they coordinated it with santa in case you happen to stumble on or something um but yeah that's crazy yeah, I think it's cool. I mean, there's always something, like you said, that there's a high demand for uh, Elmo or whatever the hell else. Uh, how cool is it that it's VR this year? Yeah, who would have thought, right? And it's not even limited to the uh, Quest either. People are Rift S is very difficult to get a hold of. Um, the only thing that I've seen that you can get a hold of is the Oculus Go, and that does worry me a little bit because I see questions in the... Um, reddit saying hey i want to play such and such on my go and it's like dude you can't you know and i, I think a well, lot you of you can but you you really have to <laughs> uh you have to get one of those no low vr kits and add mm. to it that, that gives you six dollars and all that it's a it's a clusterfuck if you want to uh make your go into a six dollar headset it can be done but it's a pain in the ass yeah there's just gonna be a lot of people disappointed christmas morning that think that the parents didn't know or the family member didn't know and they knew it was oculus and it's the only one they can get and now so they're all excited to give it to them and they're gonna be like what is this not that it's a bad thing but for gaming obviously it's a media player we've said that before it's not really a gaming system so Right. Yeah, there are good uses for the Go, and it's almost at the price point now where I would actually b- pick one up just for that uh, to show people how here, watch this, you know, watch home movies on. I've got the VR camera, you know, and I record 3D movies and watch them back on it. So, yeah. Uh, that that price, that 150 price, it dropped to on, uh, on Black Friday. It's still 150 at Walmart right now. So, so what is the price? 100 for you? That you would think consider picking yeah, it up or yeah i'd start when it gets down to 100 yeah i'll start thinking real seriously about getting one of those and it will get down to that unless they sell them out at 150 which i doubt because it's been 150 for a year now and you know they haven't sold it out yet so uh they'll drop it down it'll go on sale for 100 and i'll have to think about that do i want to get one yeah because that's i mean that's nuts for something like that with that i mean it, it has high quality visuals uh there's a lot you can do with it for a hundred bucks a hundred bucks you can't get like a a a freaking 3ds for a hundred bucks it's crazy and you know i i knock you know i guess in a sense knocked it you know as far as the quest or whatever but you know if somebody was gonna say okay i'm gonna buy you a ipad or i'm gonna buy you an oculus go i'd say give me give me the go you know um and i think that that's where we're at it's it's better than an ipad better than a phone but not as good as the quest and everything else is vr wise but right right it's not the gaming machine that the other headsets are but it has a lot of uh good uh, media uses there's a lot of entertainment a lot of fun to be had there if you can get it for a 100 bucks i mean that's that's a deal man you can't hardly get a a a, a, a gear vr headset without the phone for a 100 bucks yeah you know maybe you can now that they've discontinued the uh the gear vr but uh you know when it was a thing you couldn't it cost a hundred of bucks just to get that thing to put your phone in that's crazy yeah all right so uh moving on from pistol whip pistol whip uh again uh great that they're continuing to support this this is what we wanted when the game came out was what we were hoping they would do with it and uh looks like they're doing exactly what we wanted which is awesome yeah uh big screen 
uh, big things coming to big screen. You know, we reported on big screen, uh, uh, you know, a couple of months ago and talked a little bit about their long term goals for big screen. What they really want big screen to be is the movie theater, the real life movie theater with brand new movies in it at your home. And up until this point, it's just been a media player that you can share with your friends online. So you can get online, uh, invite some friends in, put something on your computer, and uh, your friends can see what you're playing. Everybody that comes into your space can watch whatever it is you're playing. It's an awesome piece of free software. Uh, but that's that was just the baby steps, the beginning for a big screen. Again, they want to monetize this thing by selling new release movies in it. Well, uh, they're not quite there yet, Roots, but they took a big step in that direction this past week as they pinned a deal with Paramount Pictures, and they're starting to show some older movies in VR, some 2D, some 3D, four to five bucks a ticket in virtual three theaters. You can go with the public. You can go privately. Uh, you know, they're not showing me really enough here yet to get me to put my money down, but uh, I think it's a step in the right direction. Yeah, I think it is. I mean, um, you know, the titles are a little bit antiquated, and you know, that's one of the things that I was telling you that I have a problem with. Um, but that there is no way to do it. You, you know, you can't go from A to Z. Uh, you got to go through the steps. So this is their first step. Um, I don't see the point of doing any of the movies. I could see myself like a three D movie. Um, just because it's easy, you just pop in there, you get it. Um, maybe you invite a few friends, you you know, or like I was telling you, you and your wife get into two different headsets and you watch a, a really kick-ass 3D movie um, as date night on something you wanted to watch in VR already that's 3D. Um, so I think it's exciting once we're at the point where, you know, you want to watch the new Star Wars movie and you want to watch it in 3D and uh, you just don't want to go anywhere. You want to hang out with just your friends. Uh, they all have headsets and you all go into big screen and it's even a better experience because I can't imagine wearing glasses, 3D glasses are going to be as good as the 3D that they can make happen in the headset. I think it's it's the one way that this uh, way of doing it has over going to the movie theater. Because let's be honest, like the movie theater experience is shit anymore. The people around you suck. It's loud. You know, the waiting in the lines, all of it, like everything that's amazing about it sucks. Um, but if you could do it from your house with just your friends and still feel like you're in that movie theater experience, um, I think it'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. If they had Star Wars in this thing, like the new Star Wars, I'd be in it right now watching mm, it. Yeah. And that's really my only regret here is because I kind of want to support what they're doing because they have to prove to these movie studios that they can make money in, in doing this. And uh, really, my only problem with it is they don't have the titles yet. And when I say they don't have the titles, the stuff I want to see in 3D is the stuff they're showing in 2D. So, like, they've got Interstellar in 2D mm -hmm. and they've got uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark in 2D. If those were the 3D movies... I'd be all about, or Cloverfield. If they had Cloverfield in 3D, I'd totally watch that. It makes you wonder if there's, like, I don't, because I was saying to you that um, there's a difference between a movie filmed in 3D or 3D these days than a movie that's moved to 3D. So I don't know, um, you know, I'd love to see a, a made for a 3D movie 
um, or even Avatar in 3D or just something really badass, like you said, or like, a, you know, Cloverfield or, you know, I love Star Trek, maybe even a Star Trek movie. Um, but, uh, you know, I think the newer ones that are filmed for 3D are where it's really going to blow up and, and uh, um, just be phenomenal, you know. Well, there's there there you go with the Star Trek. Uh, they're showing Star Trek movies in 2D. Mm-hmm. You know, show those movies in 3D. You know what I mean? And uh, I, I'll I'll give you my five bucks at least once. I mean, I kind of I'm somewhat interested in watching Ghost in the Shell in 3D. You know, I like the anime version better, but uh, you know, Ghost in the Shell movie wasn't that bad, and I'm sure it'd be pretty cool in 3D. So maybe I'll throw them five bucks and watch that. Um, hopefully, they they get some better. They say that there are some. Uh, ongoing negotiations with other film studios which i think is great so hopefully there'll be a bigger selection uh the way this thing's going to work um let's see here uh films can be seen in either private or public virtual cinemas uh four to five dollar tickets each week big screen will be hosting four different films which premiere friday at 6 p.m eastern time and Showtime start at every 30 minutes. So this isn't on demand. Uh, there are Showtimes, just like the real theater, but they're they're in half-hour increments, so pretty much any time you want to go in, uh, you'll be able to uh, catch it at the beginning. Wouldn't it be cool if they had, like, uh, 3D previews, just like the movies do? You know, when you go see a 3D movie at the, the movies, you have the previews, and those are all 3D, too. They may actually, you know, who knows what it's set up to be, but uh, yeah, that would be really cool. Now, let me ask you this. What do you think, or I guess first, what would you pay um, for, because it's not going to be five bucks. I mean, I would think, what, 10 bucks for the th- for a, a brand new title that's came out, um, or even like maybe it's, it's a $10 individual ticket, $20 for your own room for four people, you know, or six people or whatever. Like there's going to be some kind of limitations, um, and then of course, how do they keep you from somehow? There's got to be some technology, or people are smart that they're going to be able to pirate this shit off their computer <laughs> the first minute it hits there. You know, I'm sure that's a concern as well, right? Like, because these movies are brand new, um, you know, there's a reason why a lot of them don't aren't even on pay per view, and even the ones that are on pay per view at the same time, where there's a huge wall that goes through that box and all that stuff to prevent people from doing just that. Right. Uh, yeah, but I think that they could, there are things that they could do, uh, by not making the movie shareable on the social screen so that you're only getting it in the headset, which means if they're going to try to rip that signal, they're going to get a a double picture that has fisheye distortion and they're going to have to try to work all that out, which they probably would do. But uh, I feel like they could probably encrypt it some way, Uh, you know. um, Yeah, I would totally, I would probably see, you know, five times as many movies as I do now if I didn't have to go to the damn theater to do it. And I would pay the same as a movie ticket, you know, 10 or 12 bucks to to see some of these movies. Uh, You know, I feel like they're a little overpriced at that much at the theater. But if I can stay home and don't have to go to the theater, that's worth something to me so I, I don't care to pay it for that you know yeah i mean and if you think about it you know they it's just another venue for them to release to on top of the the movie theaters because you know let's be honest we're, we're entering an age where 
people just don't go to the movies like they used to for a lot of reasons. Uh, but uh, it, it, I guarantee that the industry is looking for new ways to reach the audience. Um, so they there is an interest on the these the ends of these uh, studios. Um, I'll probably almost as much as we want it. They want to be able to give it to us this way. They just have to figure out exactly how to do it. And this is probably the good, the best way right here. So, yeah, uh, it's, it's an inevitability, just as inevitable as our VR technology is to become mainstream. Uh, all of the media is, is going to come to the internet. And uh, if VR provides the best experience for people to watch movies, through the internet, then it's going to inevitably be VR. And I think that it's brilliant that uh, these guys at big screen had the foresight to see where all this was going and, uh, and build the platform long before uh, the, the people or the movie studios came looking, you know, it's great foresight on their part. Hopefully they'll be very successful because of it. Cool. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so yeah, this is launched now. Uh, so it's available now on all major PC VR headsets as well as Oculus Quest PSVR support coming to big screen sometime in 2020. So uh, I always kind of wondered what big screen was going to be able to do on PSVR, and here we go. Right, uh, they're going to be able to show movies. They just started the the big screen TV not long ago with like 30 some odd channels that you can go in and watch. So even if you can't share your PlayStation, you know, content with your friends, you can at least go in the PlayStation and watch some content with your friends. So, yeah. And you got a pretty, pillow pretty on your awesome. head, right? It's nice and comfortable. Like Anthony says, <laughs> it's a pillow. So you're good to go. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you had to pick one, I mean, Rift S and P PSVR, those would be the ones that I would want to wear comfort wise. Yeah. All right, so back to gaming and back to a game we've been speaking about a little bit lately, a game called Aspire 1. Uh, you know, a solid game uh, when we talked about it, when it came out, but we did have some issues with this game uh, that were holding it back, mainly the, a the AI being not very good and the difficulty being way too easy you know this game supposed to be a stealth game but i mean there's no penalty for just going through it like a juggernaut superman with a gun and, and taking all these guys out like rambo uh apparently these people have heard our complaints and have taken action because aspire one update 1.4 uh, has just hit the patch update focuses on improving three areas of this stealth action game one enemy ai two gameplay and three a graphical update for oculus quest so for ai the guards are now smarter in general and may spot you easier if you're standing up so it forces you to crouch it forces you to be stealthy as well as a line of sight increase as the threat level increases so if you uh if you alert them to your presence they can see farther. It's easier for them to see you. Um, their, combat, their combat routines are more refined, and uh, they pose even more of a challenge, not to mention they select better locations for defensive positioning. Uh, Roots, this all sounds great to me. What about you? 
Yeah, I think it sounds good. And I think the fact that the uh, devs responded so quickly, um, which is, is really good, uh, could almost put them up for the uh, award for uh, uh, most responsive. I don't even know what we call it. And the, the award show, there's one for the devs, right? For ones that are constantly working on stuff on uh, refining their game. Um, granted, this just came out. So I don't know if it would quite match that category, but it's a good start. And it's it just, you know, there's certain devs that as you watch how they release things, I guess it's just like anything in life, you know, you get to see what type of a developer they are and, and they stand behind their work and they listen to the community and they tweak things. And they not only that, but these are things that needed to be fixed. You know, I mean, it's great that you, you know, people are going to like it, but they needed to be fixed and they're fixing it. So I, that's really cool. So, yeah, it is. It's outstanding. And, uh, they say the difficulty of the game has been increased. Various Trank Dart ammo magazines are scattered throughout every mission in the game, and you will be able to find them using your Aspire vision. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you want to be passive, if you don't want to kill your enemies, they're giving you a means to use your gun and, uh, and, and still leave them living, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, it's a little bit more uh, stealthy too, right? Like if you're not going around shooting people, they're not you're not alerting the guards. Um, I would think that that would be the really true st stealth way to play this game. Uh, and it, I didn't notice because I didn't, I just want to balls to the wall, like you were saying, shooting people. Uh, but apparently there must not have been too many tranquilizer darts around if they're specifically telling us they're spread throughout everywhere. Um, they're letting us know, like you said, that, hey, there is a way to, to actually be stealth in this game. You're not going to have to shoot people uh, because... You know, you can't shoot a gun without a silencer, without letting guards know that you're there. So, yeah. so, so what I'm going to do here, you know, I, I felt this game had a lot of potential and they're saying all the right things. So I'm going back in this game. I'm going to start from scratch. I'm not even going to pick up from my save. I'm going to start over. I'm going to choose the harder difficulty and we're going to see. We're going to see if this game makes me play stealthy. And if it does, great. Uh, I mean, that's what I want. I want for a stealth game to force me to be stealthy. There needs to be repercussions for not being stealthy. Yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, Oculus Quest version sees a visual quality improvement, which revolves around roughness and reflection, especially for key items. Shadow quality and lighting have been modified for the better, which, according to the developer, is a lot of work to ensure the game still meets 72 frames per second target. Uh, yeah, again, just more great work from the developer. And they say that these upgrades... See, when I heard about all this stuff, I thought, well, what about PSVR? Because, you know, this game had a disaster launch on PSVR. They say these upgrades will be coming straight to PSVR as soon as possible after Christmas. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see. Like you said, it was it was uh, tough to get it to run the way it was. Now they're going to be adding more stuff to it. Uh, but yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, but I enjoyed this game, Roots, and I am I'm kind of now that I'm hearing all this stuff, I'm kind of looking forward to getting back into it, and hopefully it'll be something a little closer to what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I am too, because the the things that we talked about were the reasons why we were like, yeah, we like this, but we want to, we don't really feel inclined to go back in too much um but now i do i want to check it out and i think i'm going to do the same thing as you and just start over and uh and just see if it's a completely different experience and then maybe we can do a review 
I tried to say freeze to this guy here, like it said, and it didn't pick up for some reason. Did you do this? Um, I, it said like in the tutorial, I think I did. I mean, to be honest, once I was able to, to go around and kill people, I just was blowing people up before they had a chance. I was searching for people to shoot. Uh, I, I was really exactly what you said. I just felt like I'm just going to run around and kill people. Um, but, uh, I don't know if, did you, did you physically say freeze i yeah, mean that's what you're supposed to do that's the reason why i tried it because it has voice commands and uh you can tell the guy to freeze and they'll put their hands up huh. but uh when i got to that point it told me it was you know say freeze i said freeze and nothing happened so mm. i just shot him in the back of the head and <laughs> went on i can't remember i don't remember actually saying it but maybe i did um and it just worked and i assumed it was something i just got up to it but uh um so do you have to have voice commands set on? I might have mine turned off if if it is an option. Uh, I've got I've got voice commands turned off in the tray tool, but I think that that's specifically for the tray tool. Hmm. I don't think that that should affect your game as long as your microphone's on. Okay. Uh, you should be able to uh, to use the voice commands in game. Huh, now you make me want to try it. Yeah, yeah. Again, want to go back in and play it. You know, because this is uh, you know pretty quality level design here it looks like a pretty good game it's just the gameplay was lacking yeah you know? all right uh aspire one not the only game to get a uh, uh a surprise update this week box vr actually uh, you know the, the rhythm games are all the thing right now you know beat saber getting all sorts of updates autica just got a new music pack People kind of forgot about Box VR, and you know we make fun of how many of these games there are, but Box VR is one of the better ones, right? Yeah, this is one of the ones, one of the go-to ones if you want to uh, to really get a work good workout. Uh, there's a lot of squatting, a lot of different options, and I mean it literally has setups to where you can design a workout program, right? And I mean it's it's legit, and uh, the fact that they're still adding to it. Um, is really cool and it's been around long enough to where it's a pretty cheap price i would say um it's definitely one of the better ones yeah it's on sale right now i mean it's not cheap it's a 30 dollar game but uh it's on sale on psvr and on steam right now so you can get it for like 18 ish dollars wow. uh, this is one of those games where uh you want to watch for to go on sale on the oculus rift store and here's a little tip for you quest owners out there um watch for cross by titles be aware of what titles are cross by because even though they don't go on sale on the quest store all that often you can catch them on sale on the rift store and buying them you 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 know with them being cross by enabled if you buy them on the rift store then you get them on the quest store so it's a good way to save money on certain quest titles and uh, Box VR, one of those titles. If you see it on sale on Rift, uh, be sure you pick it up, and uh, you'll get it on your Quest as well. Yeah, I do that for sure, because that blows my mind. Thirty bucks, man, my lord, that's expensive. I mean, it's a good game, but I, I definitely would rather get that on a sale. I'm glad I bought it already. Uh, yeah, this is one of my wife's go-tos when I first got my Quest. She was really into the Box VR, and really, it took Pistol Whip to get her away from it. But uh, Box VR is an exercise-oriented uh, program. It really was more exercise-oriented than like your normal rhythm game. is more of a, a music and fun thing. But uh, 
massive new content update uh 12 new workouts 140 minutes of brand new music mm -hmm. available to users of box vr and oculus quest rift s and psvr for free uh the developer also said that the game has grown to a community of over 100,000. That's pretty big, right? Wow, that is really good. And I guess I'm thinking about it. You know, all the rhythm games out there, like how many of them count your calories and actually have a legit workout? Pro I mean, these are workouts, you know, and uh, I think it's probably is worth 30 bucks. I mean, I still would rather get it on sale, but uh, um, I can't think of one uh, rhythm game that does what this one does which is a legit workout program so right yeah yeah it is it is uh and it's a real workout too it's not it's not a game folks it's a real legit workout and uh, i don't care if you're in the gym every day or not this game will push you to your limit game this app will push you to mm -hmm. your limit uh box vr compatible with oculus quest rift Rift S, PlayStation VR, Valve Index, HTC Vive, WMR headsets. So basically, if you've got a sixth-off VR headset, you can play Box VR. So uh, yeah, free content for what was already a great game. So uh, kudos, kudos to the guys at FitXR for supporting their app. Yeah. Now that that's the good side of the spectrum. Uh, we don't get mad when games like this. Uh, bring us this rhythm content because they were one of the first right they're not followers they're leaders and that brings us to blood and truth hmm. uh you know i'm loving all of the content updates that they're that they're bringing to blood and truth dlc number four they just keep adding into this game and the challenges that i've tried are fun and i'm sure that these are fun too but man you know, if I want a rhythm game, I'll go play a rhythm game. Uh, I would have rather just had another addition to the challenges like we've had with the other three DLCs, right? Yeah, I want some more missions or something, man. You know, like, it, it's just a game that's designed around a story and, and good doing missions, but they keep adding all these, like, different shooting modes, skeet shooting, and, and like you said, it's really cool, but at the same time... Um, like when I watched this trailer, I, I, my thing was like, I'm literally watched that part where the, the rhythm shooting thing. And I, my thought was, Oh shit, I haven't played Autica for a long time. I need to go back into that. I wasn't thinking, let me grab my blood and truth and play some rhythm game. I, it made literally made me want to go play a different game because that's what Autica does well. Um, and it looks so similar to it. Now, don't get me wrong. If you don't own Autica, you have blood and truth. This is your only game. Amazing. Um, but for people like myself that does own two different copies uh, of it on Steam and uh, on Oculus, I, it just doesn't make me want to go play another version of a shooting rhythm game. Uh, but, you know, it's, that's just me. Yeah. Uh, you know, Blood and Truth is such an awesome game. Uh, I, you know, and I'm, you know, like I said, the other DLCs were all fun. I enjoyed all of those. And I'm sure this one's fun to play too, but uh, I don't like that they're trying to be something else. Be yourself. You're one of the best games on PSVR. Uh, you don't have to try to be Autica, you know, or Pistol Whip. Uh, you know, the, the, the time, you know, the time attack, the skeet shooting, the trick shots. I loved all that stuff. And uh, this, you know, just makes me want to play something else. Now this... 
that you're looking at here, the DJ table I think is pretty cool because I don't know if you made it to that scene in the story or not. But uh, there's this part where you come into a nightclub and you walk up to this DJ booth before the bad guys start coming out and uh, you can play with the DJ stuff. And it's mm. pretty fun to uh, you make music and you're messing with the lights. Well, they have expanded that now so that you can go to there and just play around with the DJ stuff. And I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, it sounds pretty cool. I mean, I didn't make it that far, but uh, it makes me feel like I need to make it further in this game. Uh, it's one of those games that's long enough or short enough, I guess. I really have no excuse for not finishing it, but uh, uh, maybe I'll go back into it for a uh, you know backlog oh, report dude, or something. You just got your pro? Come on, bro. You got to do that. That's yep. that's It's literally one of the best PSVR games that there are. Well, and that's what I was thinking the other day because maybe that's the reason, a good reason why I've never finished Astrobot or this game. You know, I was waiting for my pro, and now that I got it, I'm going to finish them. And uh, that's my excuse, and I'm sticking to it. So. Yeah, yeah, a great <laughs> game. Again, like we were saying earlier, that I've got to go back and play Asgard's Wrath. I got to play Stormland. I got to play all these games so I can make an informed decision about which one is the one. Yeah. Blood and Truth, 100% on that list. I got to go back and play it again, too, because uh, I haven't played a lot of shooters that feel as good as this one does. I mean, the guns, uh, they feel so good. They shoot so good. They sound like freaking real guns. Uh, just a blast to play this game. Um, you know, I, I didn't just bring this up so that I could shit on their uh, on their rhythm challenge that they brought out. Uh, we did glean a little bit of news from this and the news with this update is that it's the final update mm. there's no more dlc coming which is interesting when you take it into account with the job listings for this past week seven job listings for sony's playstation london studio all seven of the studio's current job openings are specifically for vr so uh that is exciting because these guys did psvr worlds they did blood and truth now they're at work at something uh on something new and uh obviously for ps5 right this is going to be a next gen vr game yeah if they're just hiring now it's got to be and it makes you wonder is it uh psvr worlds 2 probably not maybe this and blood and truth 2 would be really good though huh yeah or it may, maybe it would be psvr worlds 2 if they're gonna release a new headset you know by 2021 or so uh, you know, Worlds was a great demo to get people in. There was some really cool stuff in that. Maybe they would do something like that again. Maybe they're going to do a full game out of Scavenger's Odyssey. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, that would um, be cool. Yeah. A yeah. lot they could do. Uh, anyway, whatever they do, we know it's going to be top-notch. These guys, uh, they get paid the big bucks for a reason. And uh, exciting. Exciting that they're saying, okay, Blood and Truth is finished now. It's a finished product. Uh, who wants a job? We're making a new game. I think that that's that's exciting. So. Maybe it'll be a new um, rhythm game shooter. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> God, <laughs> I hope not. Uh, I mean, I'm sure it'll be great if it is, but I'm just I've got that rhythm game fatigue, man. I've had enough. Uh, Pistol Whip, Autica, Beat Saber. I'm good, bro. Maybe Box VR will throw in there too. But uh, outside of that, <laughs> oh yeah, Tornuffalo, <laughs> right? Can't forget yeah. that one, man. Space cats with uh, lasers. Lasers. Oh man, I got. I bought that game. We need to play that, Wes. It's sitting in my li oh, library. I agree. I agree. Uh, 
yeah, we definitely need to check that out before the year end show comes up because who knows that might be the one that game be, of the year. Yeah, game of the Space year. Space cats with lasers. Yeah. All right, so we're just about to the end of our uh, new segment here. One more game uh, was announced this past week, and for those of you who will think back to the upload E3 VR showcase, there was a lot of games that I was really, um, really impressed with the trailers for. Uh, but one of that really stood out was the Soul Keeper VR. And um, they announced this past week that, this, that they're halting production on Soul Keeper VR. They're not going to finish that game. And for those who own the Soul Keeper uh, before January 15th, they're going to let you have what they've done on Soul Keeper VR for free, which is kind of a bummer. But they also announced this past week the Soul Keeper Chronicles, which uh, they released an announcement trailer. Uh, this is a, uh, a, a PC game with optional VR support. It says that the Soul, Keeper, the Soul Keeper Chronicles is a dark fantasy open world role playing game featuring three different single player campaigns, each with a different protagonist with different gameplay mechanics, different intertwining storylines, and three different large-scale open-world areas. Uh, this is pretty ambitious, right, Roots? Yeah, and I don't know why. I guess they maybe they just looked at Soul Keeper VR and they said, man, you know, like kind of what we've thought with a lot of devs, uh, this isn't going to hold up. Like with everything coming out today, this isn't going to hold up. We need to start from scratch and redo this. Um, you know, a lot of people might not like this. I, I, I might be in the minority about this, but I, I am kind of enthused about the fact that it's both VR and not VR because that, you know, there's a different standard for non VR. And so the fact that they're focusing on both, uh, tells me that they're, um, they're trying to double dip, but they're going to, they're going to make it good. And what the difference is what third person versus first person so it's going to be a different version in a sense uh if you play through i don't know i, I just think it's kind of good yeah they say the uh, soul keeper chronicles is being developed from the ground up for both traditional pc gaming as well as for vr the non vr version will feature a third person camera whereas the vr version will be played in first person each version comes with the same storyline characters and quests but different gameplay mechanics and different performance optimizations. Uh, they say that it's story-driven with a heavy emphasis on player choices affecting the story's development. Now, this is what really encouraged me. Uh, we talked about it with The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners and with Half-Life Alex, where your actions shape the game around you. And that's what they're claiming here for this. It says that uh, story-driven with a heavy emphasis on player choices affecting the story's development. That sounds great to me. Yeah, it sounds like multiple playthroughs as well, even if it's just, like you said, the same story, uh, if it impacts it. I mean, this is the future of uh, gaming. You know, the story, you have to be able to interact with the story. You have to be able to shape it and change it, um, or else it almost is like you're just watching the movie and you're you're not a part of it. Uh, for VR, um, my prediction is this is going to be a staple for every story game in the next couple of years. You have to be able to impact the story. Um, otherwise, it, it just isn't as immersive as it can be. 
So. Yeah, and, and as you can see here, um, it says that uh, the game features fully controllable dragons, horses, as well as ships, all of which can be used for traveling as well as combat. Uh, the developer, again, are ceasing development of the Soul Keeper VR as well. So I think that, that they just got into this, obviously, a very ambitious uh, project. And uh, they probably just were putting all of their resources into it. Obviously, this is a indie developer. If they're going to bring this vision to life, they're going to have to give it their full attention. And I think that's probably why the, uh, the old Soul Keeper VR has just kind of fallen to the wayside. Yeah. All right, so uh, with that, uh, that's going to wrap up our gaming news. Uh, but before we move on, uh, as we said at the top of the show, the season is upon us, and it is the season for winter sales, and we've got some pretty good sales uh, this winter. So for those of you who are new to VR, or if you're veterans and still haven't got the largest libraries, there are some good sales. We've highlighted a few of them. We just want to run through them pretty quick. Uh, starting with PSVR. Um, on PSVR, PSN store right now, you can get Apex Construct, $8. Uh, Arizona Sunshine, $14. Uh, and this next one, you know, is a must-own. Astrobot Rescue Mission. Uh, if, if you're out there and you have PSVR and you don't own Astrobot Rescue Mission... You're blowing it, right, Roots? Yeah, something wrong with you. It's a, the best game that, um, and maybe not wrong with you per se, but uh, it's a good platformer, man, and it's it does the best job of um, of making you feel present in uh, in a game on the PlayStation VR in a platform um, for sure. It's just amazing. Yeah, tons of levels, loads of content here. One of the best uh, examples of scale in VR. You know, some giant worlds in this. And uh, just beautiful. A masterpiece. Uh, what else do we have coming from PSVR Roots? Uh, we've got um, one of the best games you can get in VR, even though it's a short experience. But uh, Batman uh, Arkham VR is uh, out, right? Or on sale? Yeah. Uh, six bucks for Arkham VR. And also $6 for Blasters of the Universe, which... Uh, in fact, in my opinion, probably still the best wave shooter in VR, right? Yeah, and it's got a good, I mean, it's just got a good um, background story to it. You know, it's uh, funny, it kind of, it just is different. It's very different, very unique. Um, one of the best uh, first shooters of this type. Um, and it's a, it really is a bullet hell situation where you're juking and jiving and, and ducking everywhere to try to not... Uh, Get hit so it does what it's supposed to do really well right uh we've got blood and truth for 20 bucks which is half price again another uh must own title we just got done talking about carly and the reaper man 12 bucks uh we always said since this one came out that uh, this is perfect for console gaming right and here we have uh carly and the reaper man 12 bucks yeah. good deal right that's a really good deal uh evasion uh you know we've talked about evasion for a long time kind of got a bad rap when it launched for 40 dollars. a lot of people uh uh were upset about it and uh but a great game especially as a co-op game if you like an arcade shooter that you can go along with a friend 
uh, a very high quality game here eight bucks a steal for evasion uh roots farpoint fourteen dollars tell the people about farpoint farpoint man uh, i still need to finish this game the story is so good on this one man i, I it's one of the best story stories that um have been on the playstation vr in my opinion uh gripped me makes me want to see what's going to happen next and the uh the gunplay on this is next level uh it's one of the first triple a games that came out for playstation vr and it still holds up today yeah still a top five psvr title in my opinion it's still one of the very best all these years later that you can get on psvr yeah and uh one of the best games that we got uh, in 2019 was Immortal Legacy, the Jade Cipher. And, uh, you know, this game, people had some initial issues with the control schemes. They've uh, they've added in some options. And, man, what a good one this is for 10 bucks, right? Yeah, and like you've said, this is one of those games where if you want to experience just a shitload of genres all in one game. It just goes from one to the next. I mean, there's just a lot of different things going on and uh, they do each part good. It's like playing a bunch of different games all in one, right? Yeah, yeah. hard to put a genre on this one, but some of the best horror gameplay I've had this year came from Immortal Legacy, the Jade Cypher, uh, because uh, as you get further and further into this game, it just gets darker and darker and uh, yeah, some real scares in this one. Yeah. Uh, Intruders, a game that we've talked about, reviewed on this channel, ten bucks a steal on that game. Uh, and, and here we have next, uh, in my opinion, my favorite game ever, uh, Resident Evil Seven. If you have a PSVR and don't have Resident Evil Seven, you're blowing it, right? Yeah, we were just talking about that before the show. Actually, ironically, just how good the uh, the horror in, is in this is like other games that we play horror wise. We put up to this one. Because uh, there's nothing like the tension of trying to get away from Jack, especially in the beginning when he's chasing you and you're hiding and um, you really feel like, uh, I don't want to get caught. And then he bursts through a wall and you're like, oh my God, I need to get the fuck away from this guy. Uh, see, there he is. And he looks pissed. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, definitely the measuring stick for VR horror. Nothing has come close to this yet in terms of horror and vr uh we've got some really good ones uh but this is a complete game it gets everything right checks off all the boxes uh i hope we get another one please capcom give us another one i don't care if it's an older one remade or a new one uh part eight uh we need more of this it's just so phenomenal uh, i wrote the persistence down on the list here but i i didn't write the price down but if i put it on the list it must uh, be cheap. it's because yeah, it's on a good sale, and again, uh, probably my favorite stealth game in VR. I don't think I've played another game that does stealth quite as well as the Persistence does. Yeah, I need to get back into this just because uh, I don't even know if there's a day that goes by that I don't talk to you that you're not saying something about how good this game goes. It's just so good, right? And uh, even in the Discord, people have said uh, it's just one of those games that... Um, you just keep wanting to go back into and i haven't played it since we talked about it last i needed to do that yeah super addictive this game and uh frustrating at the same time it's a game where you have to die to progress and uh you don't want to die you know who wants to die so uh yeah it's one of those uh 
couple more here for PlayStation VR. Rush of Blood. I mean, anybody who's watched our channel for five minutes knows uh, how good Rush of Blood is, right? Yeah, it's so good that uh, even though I got the scratched uh, copy over there that my nephew gave me, I've already picked it up when it was on sale. During the last sale, um, it was, what, six bucks? Uh, six bucks again. My God, what? I mean, if you... <laughs> Dude, if you want even to just want to experience a roller coaster in VR, uh, pick this one up. It's great for that, but it's a creepy ass shooter as well, and it is just done so well um, and so bizarre, right? All the different levels as you go through, you're like, "What the hell is going on?" There's pigs being slaughtered around me, and just really bizarre stuff that uh, is pretty creepy. I still use this as a go-to for newbies, like as a demo, because it starts off mild. That first, uh, that first level is kind of uh, gentle. You know, you go through and you're shooting targets, and then you have your little roller coaster part, and then at the end of it, it kind of intensifies. But it's a good example. It's a good example of what it feels like to shoot in VR. Uh, one of the still one of the best examples of. Uh, inverse kinematics with arms i mean the arms are one-to-one -one in this game and um and then you know you've got the movement with the roller coaster you really feel it in your gut when you're going up and down this thing so uh yeah an outstanding game is still at uh, six dollars and uh for the last psvr title again another one of the best uh games that psvr has to offer seven bucks for wipeout i mean Roots, come on, man. Seven bucks for Wipeout? They're just giving it away, right? Yeah, they literally were giving it away if you had a PlayStation Plus a few months ago, right? Uh, but, uh, yeah, this is uh, seven bucks, man. Uh, if you like racing games, uh, it is probably the best example of racing um, on the PlayStation VR. And uh, it's got so many levels, so many different versions. And if you're like Anthony from VR365 and you just are a Wipeout fanatic, this is a must-have. I would almost say it's a must-have at $7, even if you're not a big racer fan. It's just that good. Yeah, I, I wasn't, like, heavily into racing or anything, but this game, it's so fast, and uh, it ported so well. I mean, can you tell any difference at all between the flat version and the VR version of this thing? Other than, obviously, you're in the game and it's 3D, but uh, what I mean is, like, from a graphics and sound perspective, it's perfect, right? Yeah, and it's just so fast-paced, and they just do it. It's done so well. Uh, the port, like you said, it's um, probably the best, one of the best ports um, that have came from, uh, you know, onto PlayStation VR, in my opinion, yeah. anyway. Yeah, it's like they made it for VR. It's like literally like this game was made for VR. And, uh, yeah, just looking at it makes me want to go play it. Yeah. All right, uh, so that's going to wrap the uh, PlayStation VR roots. What do we have coming from Steam? All right, Steam, we're going to start right off the bat. We're going to go big, we're going to go large, and we're going to go with a title that uh, has kind of gotten lost in the shuffle with all the big games coming out. But this is one of the biggest ports on PC in the last year, and that is uh, No Man's Sky. And yeah, it started out a little rough. It was a little bit rough in the, the just like the launch, original launch. Uh, especially on PlayStation VR, it had some jank, but uh, man, this game now um, is running smooth, looks beautiful, and is huge, and uh, really is almost no reason not to pick it up, especially at thirty bucks. That's that. It's a good deal. Yeah, No Man's Sky. Uh, it wouldn't be No Man's Sky if it didn't have a rough launch, right? Yeah. So uh, uh, as per usual, 
they they've got the uh, the issues mostly straightened out on it now, and it's one of the best we have in VR. I mean, as far as AAA titles goes, I feel like uh, a lot of people forgot about No Man's Sky because of what's come since then. But uh, this absolutely in the conversation for game of the year. Yeah. All right. Uh, next, uh, for those of you who don't have a Valve Index and you know that you're going to be picking up Half-Life Alex, but you don't really want to drop that $60 on it, you can get 10% off right now. Six bucks off, $54. Uh, we just found out this is a 15 plus hour campaign, probably going to be the most complete VR game we've ever seen. Uh, I think $54 is a fair price, right? Yeah, especially for this game. Now, my only thing about the, the sale, um, I guess it's going to go all the way up until it releases, right? That's a pretty good deal. Uh, I just, I, I'm 50-50 whether I'll own a uh, an index before it comes out. Because I don't think it's going to make or break the experience. But I do plan on getting one eventually. Um, just kind of waiting for a lot of the the weirdness to to get ironed out which is slowly starting to happen but it's taken a while since release uh with all the controller issues and stuff so yeah they're getting there from what i hear they keep making progress on it so uh yeah um yesterday's you know you know standard holders the the games we used to look to as being the best in vr skyrim fallout used to always be fifty dollar games you could occasionally get for thirty dollars uh it looks like the asgard's effect taking the toll on the price tag on these 18 bucks for both of them fallout 4 vr skyrim vr used to you could never get these games for 18 bucks uh i i think that it's a no-brainer at that price right yeah what a great deal and especially if you're looking for games that have you know teeth to it that's gonna give you a lot of um content especially you know I mean, either one of them, you pick out Fallout 4 or you pick up Skyrim and you're going to spend 20 plus hours at least. And you probably won't even be that far into the game. Uh, so. Yeah, phenomenal games. The best of Gen 1, uh, probably. Uh, the, the, the flag, you know, the flag bearers, at least, you know, these are the ones everybody wants. The ones everybody knows. Uh, 18 bucks, pretty good deal. Um, payday 2 considered a triple a AAA game even if it is short one dollar roots how cheap can payday to get it's a buck it could be free but even at a dollar man why are you not you should have at least have it in your library it's a good multiplayer right. if you want to rob a bank or something with your friends this is the game to do it right yeah, yeah, and just recently the the developer started supporting the game again. There's got DLC on the way, so uh, a good time to pick up the base game for pretty much free. You know, less than a price of a cup of coffee. Yeah, you can own Payday Two. Yeah, I mean Taco Face costs more than Payday Two. What the hell, man? Yeah, that's the thing. If you own Taco Face and you don't own Payday Two, I think there's something wrong with you. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Dirt Rally 2 launched recently at $60, bucks, $18. Um, uh, now's the time, right, if you're into this sort of thing? Yeah, this is the time because $60, the biggest thing with this is, um, and I've seen some people say in, uh, in the Discord that there's better deals you can get if you wait a little bit longer to try to get the ones with the, uh, the DLC. But if you're not interested in the DLC, um, then this is definitely the, I mean, $18, bucks, that's 
what 70% off, I think. And that's a huge deal. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. And, uh, it looks really good. I'm interested in checking it out. Just not interested enough to take time to check it out. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I mean, I don't think it would be that much fun without the wheel. Um, right. from what I've heard and, uh, since I upgrading my wheel and sent it back to maybe get a thrust master or something, I, uh, I don't have a wheel right now, so I, I'm not that interested in picking it up right this minute. So, yeah, I hear you there. Uh, Crow Team Bundle, always one of the best deals when they have these big sales is the Crow Team Bundle. All four Serious Sam titles, plus the Taylor's Principle, which is widely regarded as one of the best, if not the best, puzzler in VR. 16 bucks for these five games. Roots, I mean, again a must own at that price right yeah and if you haven't played serious sam in vr man oh my god this game especially the the last couple are so good and uh they're done so well they feel so good they are fast paced but um i was telling you before there's not you know we kind of take per, into perception wise you know we've i've been doing this for almost three years vr wise and so i'm very aware of this i've played the hell out of it you think okay you know the crow team bundle again we're gonna talk about this again but with so many people coming into vr man what do you your 16 is the best this is the best deal you're gonna get period uh right now for games you could just get have got your rift s and uh or whatever even the quest with the uh the tether and uh 16 you have all these good titles and they're just amazing so yeah yeah it would be you know i skip over it a lot when we do these sale things but every now and then you got to bring up what a good deal the crow team bundle is it's it's ridiculous how cheap it is yeah uh doom vfr awesome game nine bucks doesn't run uh, quite perfectly on pretty much anything but uh again nine bucks for a, a solid title accounting plus five dollars definitely you know even though it's short one of the funniest experiences in VR, if you got somebody who's new to VR and you, you want to make an impression on them by making them laugh, accounting plus, five bucks, you can't beat that. Uh, Roots, Until You Fall, $14. This is one of the best games of the year, isn't it? Yeah, and this has um, got such good melee and uh, um, actually is really challenging. So, uh, and there's a story to this, right? I, it's been so long since I've been in, but I believe there's a story to it, but uh, I can't remember much about it, so... Yeah, it, I wouldn't call it story-driven, but there's definitely a story here. There is a progression. Um, that's the difference between, uh, you know, wave-based and rail-based. At least the rail lets you go through the world and has a bit of a story. The waves generally don't. So uh, this is uh, is kind of rail-based. You do have movement uh, through the arenas, through the areas, uh, but it's procedurally generated. It's very unique, though. It, not very many procedurally generated games come off this well and uh yeah a great game 14 bucks a good deal uh to the top still one of the best in vr especially for those of you who uh who like to climb who like to uh get that sense of heights uh to the top still one of the best games in vr eight bucks a great deal yeah uh Speaking of great deals, Seeking Dawn, six dollars. Wow. I mean, come on, dude, this is an awesome game. How this game ever made it down to the six dollar mark is beyond me. It blows my mind. Uh, 
this this game is a legit twenty dollar game, right? Yeah, it, it, I think it's because of the release. Because the release was so um, just like a lot of other games that come out, they get kind of janky, and they a lot of people still have a that perception, and so they just uh, they're trying to to get people in. But this game is really well. It's they did the um, optimization patch uh, pretty well the last time and runs much better. And there's so much to this uh, content wise and just even the weapons. I love the way you craft weapons and um, it's just really good. Yeah. Great game. Great game. It really is. Six bucks is ridiculous. Uh, the gallery from uh, Cloudhead Games, you know, part one, part two of this uh, story driven, very, very high production value. Some of the best of Gen 1 VR um, bundled both both together for $18 uh a great deal right yeah it's a good one too because a lot of people try the first one and they don't realize the second one's definitely better than the first one but they kind of need to be both be played and um and so you play the first one and you don't try the second one or if you just try the second one you're not really aware of what's going on so i think it's a, a really good deal for 18 bucks for sure yeah and some of the best graphics even to this day in vr in these games just beautiful absolutely and good puzzles, uh, you know. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A good game, good story. I mean, yeah, uh, good games. Not the most action, but good game. Um, Jing, The Land Beyond, uh, eight bucks. I put this one in here because people rave about it. I've never played it, but uh, eight dollars is a steal for this game, right? Yeah, I'm surprised you've never played it because it's very puzzle-oriented, very uh, heavy puzzle, so much so that I almost didn't like some of the puzzles because they're uh, they're weird, they're different. Um, but uh, people, you know, they rave about this. It's one of those ones that Anthony says he loves to sit on the beach and just, <laughs> just chill and watch the waves come in. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's very beautiful and very uh, immersive as far as the atmosphere goes for sure. Yeah. Well, it looks like my sort of game. It's definitely high up on my list of shame, but uh, just another one of those victims to the year of VR. Yeah. Uh, Blasters of the Universe, we already talked about. Four bucks on Steam, even cheaper than PlayStation VR. Uh, Robinson, The Journey. It's fucking dinosaurs. Mm -hmm. Six bucks. Come on. What are you doing? Six bucks. And it's actually a pretty good story, man. It's definitely... To me, it's like, a, especially if you have kids, it's a must-have for kids. I mean, it's more kid-oriented the story-wise, you know. Um, but uh, it's it's such a beautiful world, right? The dinosaurs especially. And actually, this is one of the ones that um, I, I need to go back in and check this out on my Rift S. I don't think I have since I got uh, my 2080 and my Rift S, and I want to check out how good it looks. You know, that's a good point. This is, uh, if you like to explore in VR... Uh, this is your game. So many different kinds of wildlife that you can study and find in this game. Plant life as well. Uh, just hours and hours of exploration here. And beautiful. A beautiful game, even on the first-gen uh, headsets. I, I can only imagine how good it looks on the new stuff. Yeah. Uh, Freediver. You know, we reviewed it. I played through it in its entirety. Uh, a beautiful game. A short but priced uh, appropriately. Uh, one of the best experiences I had this past year, Roots. I love this this game. Uh, five bucks, you know, a no-brainer. 
Yeah, that's a no-brainer. And what's good, this game did well was it really did make you feel the panic of like at the times you needed to get to places, you know, you're underwater and and um, just the swimming with your arms. It, it did a really good job with immersion. And uh, um, like you said, even though it's a shorter experience uh, for five bucks, it's that's perfect, man. It's definitely worth uh, the price of admission. Yeah, uh, immersion, uh, the, the swimming mechanic was just perfect, you know, intuitive swimming. Uh, yeah, just a great, a great experience. Hopefully, I, I know that, uh, I know that these guys are working on something right now. Hmm. I don't know what, but I can't wait to find out what it is. Hopefully, it's a full version, either a full version of Freediver or like um, what I would really like to see is a game that that does both like it takes what they did from evasion with the shooting and then there are parts where you swim uh like a like an adventure game Mm. that incorporates everything that they've done well already i think would be uh uh, great hopefully that's what they're doing i was thinking more along the lines of escape the titanic or something that you know or what was that movie where back in the day and the ship flipped over upside down and the you know, I, I think it'd be cool to have a really cool storyline where, um, like, an actual story game that's legit, uh, like that, where your, uh, you know, your ship sank. I guess that's what this is, but uh, yeah, that's exactly what Freediver <laughs> is. Maybe a little bit more story oriented, but uh, yeah, I guess it is. So yeah, just more of it, right? Yeah. But anyway, who? Yeah, I get it. Yeah, awesome, awesome game. Uh, again, can't go on enough about Freediver. Uh, Gunheart. A game Roots and I played together recently. Uh, a blast. A AAA production quality here, right? Yeah, and for ten bucks, man, this is this is a no brainer. This is the closest game I've felt to playing uh, Destiny in VR. And I mean, the 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 movement is next level. I mean, you better have your VR legs for sure because you're jumping around, you're triple jumping, you're. Uh, it's very fast paced. Uh, the only thing that I wish that they would do with this is uh, they could improve the AI a little bit. I mean, got all these games improving AI, and uh, I would love to see a next level. Not that the AI is bad. It's good, but um, I'd like to see, like, a phenomenal um, AI level for a game like this for sure. Yeah, but still a load of fun. The co-op's a blast in it. It's got drop-in, drop-out co-op with it. Um, a, a great game another one of the best of gen one vr um that's going to wrap steam and those were just a few of our picks there are literally hundreds of games on sale on steam right now uh if if you're waiting for a game to go on sale go look for it it's probably on sale on steam right now uh we looked at the oculus sale uh not quite as impressive uh there was a few titles uh there were a few titles on there that uh we thought were a pretty good price. Uh, Brass Tactics. Rich, you played Brass Tactics, right? You enjoy it? Yeah, it was good, especially for um, this type of game. If you like, uh, you know, these RTSs, then it's really good. It's done well. It's one of the best ones. And uh, they give you the the starter version for free, their arena or whatever it is. You can play a little bit, uh, but you don't get to uh, go in as much detail. And as you just saw from there, this is a Age of Empires two made this uh, the game our same developers, so it's done very well. And for was it ten bucks? Um, nine. De- nine. Nine bucks. Oh god, yeah, it's definitely worth nine bucks. I mean, the thing is, I think it's a thirty dollar game if I'm not mistaken, and uh, it's a lot for this type of a game. But for nine bucks, this is a no brainer. I I 
think you should pick it up, you know, like you, so that I can play it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but no, it's definitely worth it. Yeah, uh, Dirt Rally 2, we already spoke of, 18 bucks. Uh, if that's your sort of thing, you're not going to get a better price than that on it. Carnage Chronicles, 13 bucks. One of the better indie games that uh, that are out in VR, right? Yeah, and they just uh, they keep adding to it. I think they're, they got one more level they're adding to it, um, at least from what we aren't able to access, or at least last time I went in. Uh, but it, up until a few months ago, this was the best dungeon crawler you could get, and it was just about amazing. Oh. yeah uh awesome uh to the top we already spoke of again one of the best vr has to offer for 10 bucks a headmaster one of my very favorite palette cleansers in vr is headmaster no controllers needed only the headset uh and just addictive addictive gameplay and a lot of good comedy here right yeah and you think um a lot of people would think ah, it's just a, you're just hitting a soccer ball um but man it it gets better and better as you go along just the story and the the quirky uh comedy to it and um it's not easy these things are not easy and it's very done very well i played soccer on my whole youth and uh really does feel like you're um heading a uh bowling ball into pins well maybe not that but uh you know there's just it's unique you're doing these things that you're like what is going on here it is never you're not going to be bored. You're not going to be sitting there thinking, okay, you know, you're just looking around at all the shit and it keeps dropping really bizarre stuff, man. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a wacky wild time. Uh, the physics are phenomenal in this game. It, it, it really feels, I mean, you can almost feel that freaking ball hit you in the head, right? Even though it's not. Yeah. Yeah. It's done very well. Uh, was, yeah. When we first talked about it originally, uh, when I think it was main fan picked this game or somebody, and I was like, "What the hell is Headmaster? You just don't know what the hell you to expect." But um, uh, even when I heard the premise, I was like, "Eh." But uh, it's so good, uh, especially for the price on sale. Yeah. Great game. Hope it comes to Quest. It's perfect for Oculus Quest. Yeah. Uh, especially with the party mode, uh, I think that this would be a great game for Quest. So. I hope to see that at some point. Westworld Awakening, uh, one of the best of 2019. A game from Servios, a great television show, a great premise. Pretty good game, right? Ten bucks. Yeah, well, especially since it just came out, and that's a you know that's a third of the price, pretty much. It's a thirty dollar experience, and um, I felt like that was a little expensive to me. So ten dollars is, I mean, the no brainer. Pick it up. Uh, I mean, everybody is raving about this. I just saw anthony was talking about how good this is he's finally getting to the west world party and uh um, it reminds me i still haven't tried chapter two man what is wrong with me dude i want to play this i i watched that whole season one so that i could do the rest of the game and i haven't tried it yet so yeah yeah you, you and me both it's another one of those uh backlog deals that that we keep talking about probably Every few days we talk about getting back into this game, but we never seem to do it. Uh, it might be time, right? Yeah, I think it is. Uh, speaking of which, Doors of Silence Prologue, also 10 bucks, also one of the better games I played this year. Uh, certainly one of the creepiest, right? Yeah, yeah. And again, this is another game that I was like, man, I wish it was a little bit cheaper. So now's the time to pick this up. And it's uh, definitely got a creep vibe, and it's definitely uh, it's definitely worth 10 bucks for sure. Yeah, and with the, uh, you know, you don't get a good horror game in VR every day. 
and uh, this is one of the best, one of the best of the year. Uh, again, another one of those that I've been meaning to get back around to. Uh, need to make time for it, right? Yeah, who doesn't love little bloody, creepy babies, though? You know. So. <laughs> yeah, that, it was definitely creepy. Giant rats and little creepy babies. Yeah. Uh, no brainer. Ten yeah. bucks. Yeah, ten bucks. Go for it. Bloody babies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, that's going to wrap up the news segment for the week. Uh, is there something we left out? I highly doubt it. After all that, but if there was, be sure to leave a comment down below. Um. And, uh, of course, Discord. We're in our Discord every day. There's an invite in the description. Uh, if you want to uh, to talk out any of these topics or something else, you can find us in there pretty much any time. That's going to bring us to our uh, everybody's favorite part of the show. And uh, that's the part where we talk about the Monday Show 19 coming up tomorrow, Roots. What is our first game that we're going to be talking about on the Monday uh, show tomorrow? This first game, I've been waiting for months, or at least a month since it came out on the Quest. Didn't even know it was coming out on the Rift S until all of a sudden it was just dropped. Um, and that is the Under Presents. And uh, this game, for me, um, just played it probably two and a half, three hours so far in the last couple of days. It is just so bizarre, so unique, so different. And uh, I'm excited to talk about it. Oh, that's what I love, Roots. That's what I love. We we talk about it a lot here, how people need to do their own thing, have their own idea, and it certainly seems like The Under Presents does that, if nothing else. Yeah, agreed. Uh, after that, we are going to talk a little bit about Boiling Steel. You know, people keep raving about Boiling Steel. We kind of overlooked it. You know, we announced when it released, but we didn't play it. We kind of look past it, but people keep talking about just how great Boiling Steel is. So we're going to find out for ourselves, talk about it on the Monday show tomorrow. All right, in our topic for tomorrow, we're going to kind of forego the usual topic, you know, that we, we normally have a, a discussion about. And what we're going to talk about tomorrow is the 2019 show. As you know, We've been planning this party to celebrate the best year ever in VR, doing all sorts of giveaways. We've got like 30-some-odd games we're going to be giving away, and uh, we're going to be giving out awards as well for different categories. We finalized our categories this past week, uh, and we're going to be talking about those categories, each and every one of them, tomorrow on the Monday show. We're going to list them out, tell you what they mean and what we're looking for, and uh, then after that, you can go under our Discord. We already have the channel up now. You can go under our Discord at any time and vote for who you want to win in each category. And not only do we have 30-some-odd games to give away, we have 30-some-odd categories that we're giving awards to. So it's going to be an epic party. Uh, but again, not just our party, your party as well. So... Uh, be sure to uh, go onto the Discord either today or after you watch the Monday show tomorrow and let us know who you think should be recognized in each category. Roots, I'm excited for the 2019 party, the 2019 show. What about you? Yeah, me too, man. I am excited to hear what everybody has to think. Like, I have my idea of what is the best in all of those 32 categories we listed. Um, I mostly know your idea um and i definitely know mame fan's idea because like mame fan fashion he was the first one to get that in there it was very complete 
Every category had a game. He even went back and did a remission on number five, uh, which is cool because uh, he, I would say if we had to give awards to our audience, uh, main fan would be the most active um, participant in the community because he's just always there. He's always commenting. And he's always uh, being Justin, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah, we have we have a few really good that are in there every day. Guys like Drillo and Driven by, uh, we have a core, but uh, yeah, love our community and uh, looking forward to seeing what you guys all think about these categories. Not your standard categories, mind you. Uh, we we put the virtual strangers twist on them, and uh, I think you're gonna like uh, at least a couple of them are gonna make you giggle a little bit. Mm-hmm. But. Um, yeah so that's going to wrap up our show this week we'd like to thank you friends for watching if you like the video be sure to give it a thumbs up and if you're new to the channel please subscribe it really really helps out to have you guys subscribe and help our channel to grow um and don't forget the notification bell if you want to stay up to date with all of our content here on the virtual strangers channels with that said we'd like to thank you friends for watching and for roots I'm Wes. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Easy.